0: Our body is a mix of complex systems and organs that perhaps gets affected by everything and anything around us. The environment we live in, pollution, the food and drinks that we consume, our sleeping ways, the way we involve ourselves in daily activities and all of that. Some of these factors are beyond the reach of our control, whereas certain things are absolutely within the parameters of our control, like our diet and food choices. We all know that good food choices and clean water is vital for a healthy body and mind. All food items that are termed healthy contain key nutrients like proteins, carbohydrates, fats, some vitamins, minerals and water. All these play different roles to keep our body healthy and develop new cells in our body. Large number of diseases occur only due to wrong and unhealthy choices of food. Hello everyone, you are listening to the Socially Desi Show She is a certified nutritionist and fitness consultant from Bhopal. Hi, Bihu. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Anurag. It has always been a pleasure to work with Socially Desi. Thank you for having me here.
0: It's a pleasure to be hosting you on the show today, Bihu. So uh, tell us about yourself and you know, how did this journey for you started in fitness and powerlifting?
1: Actually, I am a chemical engineer. Uh But quite ironically, never had an inclination towards it as a career option. After my graduation, I started preparing for government services, considering my background and upbringing, but didn't didn't end up there too. So as far as my fitness journey, I initially joined the gym because I was diagnosed with PCOD. Uh Uh, During all the four years of my engineering, I was never very serious about fitness. But after graduation, I observed that I gained some more weight and my sonogram results were also the same, even after so, so long. And that you can say was an eye opener. And then I thought that this is it, this is enough. And then I started taking fitness really seriously. I started learning about nutrition and was very le- regular to the gym. The exam I was preparing, the government exam that I was preparing then, didn't take place. The year that year, and during that time, I started with my course on nutrition and fitness sciences. Uh, During the course, I applied my knowledge on myself and lost around eight to nine kgs in around three months. Actually, I was experimenting and all with different diets, Mm -hmm. so that is how I lost eight to nine kgs. Then I started pursuing powerlifting seriously from August last year. I got my certificate. Of, of the course of Nutrition and Fitness Sciences this year in May and started working as a nutrition professional since one and a half month.
0: All right. So uh, what what's the situation in Bhopal right now? Are gyms opening up?
1: The gyms were going to open but again, there was an order by the collector that they won't open it. So there is no further notice as of now.
0: Okay. And what about the powerlifting competitions? I remember we were talking about a few competitions that got cancelled this year. So is there any hope that these competitions would uh, open up again this year?
1: I don't think. And as far as I've been talking in my circle, I don't think there would be any competition because it's very risky. It's a meet after all. Mm -hmm. So it's very risky. And uh, yeah, this year is gone (laughs) as far as powerlifting is concerned.
0: Mm. all right and uh, is there any sort of a uh, like guidelines or requirements that you need to fulfill when you apply for these kind of competitions
1: uh, the rules vary in different states as far as madhya pradesh is concerned it is an open competition so there's an age category and we fall in the age group of uh, 18 to 40 and There's the weight category there, again. So we play according to the weight category. And there are three lifts on which we play. That's it. It's an open competition. Anyone can participate.
0: Cool. Not bad. So uh, we hope that uh, these competitions, they start as soon as possible. You know, we would love to see you uh, in the gym and uh, start practicing for your powerlifting competitions again. Uh, We were also talking about a lot of myths which were going around uh, nutrition and fitness. uh, What are the most common myths that you have heard when it comes to nutrition and fitness?
1: As far as uh, our Indian society is concerned, there uh, is a certain mindset and those mindset leads to myths. So the very common ones that I come across on a daily basis, listening to my clients or general people who come to me. So I'll discuss one by one. One of, one of them is related to you know fats, that one should stop eating fat. Fats are the only macronutrients that cause gain, weight gain. So uh, my explanation here is, fats are a very essential macronutrient. Eliminating it completely may cause you serious health problems. Okay, just make sure that you balance fats in your calorie intake and the ones you include in your diet are good fats. That is unsaturated fats, monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. These mainly include vegetable oils like olives, sunflower, soy. And also you can include nuts, seeds, fish, etc.
0: Okay, so these kind of... uh... You know, myths which revolve around fat because even I have also heard a lot of people talking about that you know, if you want to reduce weight, you need to cut down on fats, you need to cut down on uh, rice, you need to cut down on all the carbohydrates. So, I guess this is very unhealthy, right?
1: Actually, anything eaten in excess, whether it is fat, carbs, or protein, will lead to fat gain. Mm. Our Indian diets being carb-dominant makes it one of, a, one of the prominent causes. What happens is when excess carbs are consumed, the energy stored in our muscles in the form of glycogen. But as most of us have a sitting job and don't find enough time to spend that energy in the form of exercise, it gets converted into fat mm. and hence, hence leads you to gaining weight. And same goes with excess fats and also proteins, ultimately if that is not burnt, that is not put to use by the body, it will turn into fat. So anything, excess, anything in excess may cause fat gain. Everything should be balanced out.
0: That is so true. I mean, everything needs to be balanced out when it comes to your macronutrients of carbohydrates, fats and proteins. And, you know, uh, talking about proteins, actually, there's a big myth when it comes to supplement use. Uh, why don't you tell our audience, you know, what exactly is this myth and uh, how can we burst this myth?
1: Okay. So, what is the meaning of the word supplement? It means something in addition to the important and basic requirement. Okay. Here, supplements are the food items to be added into your diet only if you are not re- receiving enough nutrients from the natural food sources. So, protein is also one of them. Don't consider protein to be, you know, some kind of a food item or anything. It's a macronutrient. Consider it to be a macronutrient. If it is insufficient in your diet, you need to consume it through supplement sources. That's the simple logic that falls over there. If you are able to complete your daily intake of protein, whatever your goal is, according to that, if you are able to complete your daily intake of protein through the natural sources, say uh, animal sources or dairy or whatever, then you don't need to add supplement into your diet but if you are unable to do it then supplements are very easy you may get a direct 25 grams of protein through the through that and it's quite handy it's not difficult so it's a very good choice that can be put into use
0: but i hear a lot of parents you know who say that uh, proteins are basically a sort of steroids that so i mean a lot of people think that protein powder or you know any sort of uh, workout drink that people use or sometimes you know people uh, use a lot of uh, amino uh, juices and all that so they think that these are steroids so what what do you have to say about that
1: first of all you need to know what steroids are what Mm. uh, steroids are anabolic androgenic steroids they are synthetic versions of the male sex hormone testosterone okay people uh, you know generally who have muscle wasting or testosterone production disorders and have uh, are indulged into strength training and who intend to participate or anything like that, use these hormone supplements. And they are injected first of all, they are not orally consumed, they are injected. So these two are very different things. The things that we call supplements are something that is already present in the food that you eat. It is not something else, it is already there in your food, but you don't know if you are consuming it in the adequate manner or not. So if at all that falls below the amount uh, that you have to consume in a day, then you need to incorporate supplements in your diet. Simple as that. It's not something hormonal, it's uh, It's normal, like for example, I'll give you an example. Uh, I was suffering from PCOD. One of the uh, one of the deficiency that is quite visible people suffering from in the people suffering from PCOD is deficiency of vitamin D3. Hmm. So the doctor, my doctor added D3 in my Uh, diet, she uh, gave me a certain amount that I should consume weekly, so that would have helped me raise my D3 level because I was deficient. So that is not something you call a steroid, that is a natural supplement that was deficient in me because most of us are not exposed to sunlight, we don't consume it in our uh, food, so we take it to complete our daily intake, that's it so it's not something you know uh, kind of rocket science it's it's a normal thing let's say
0: yeah i mean even i have heard a lot of people you know uh, like for example if you are planning to gain muscles right you go to gym regularly and you're trying to gain some muscle mass so for that like okay i mean one argument is that uh, if you have let's say you eat chicken you eat uh, paneer or you eat some sort of uh, other protein sources uh, then you don't basically need a supplement uh, protein powder but the problem with that is like for example if i'm trying to gain muscle mass and for uh, let's say uh, consuming around 60 grams or 70 grams of protein in a day i'll have to eat a lot of chicken i'll have to eat a lot of paneer and eggs whatever it is and that may add to my overall calorie intake that may add to a lot of extra carbs and fats, which are which are not essential for the kind of uh, fitness goal that I'm looking at. So maybe uh, because of that, adding supplements to your uh, diet can just give you a bit of advantage in reaching your fitness goals. I mean, uh, of course, supplements, as the name suggests, is not your main diet. It's just supplementing your main diet. So the focus needs to be on the main diet that you're having. But of course, yes, if you're trying to reach a certain goal, you have a certain fitness goal in mind, for that supplement, sometimes they give you that extra little push.
1: Actually, what happens is, the amount of, uh, let's take protein, for example. Okay. Whatever your goal is, It is the main uh, basis on the amount of protein that you should consume. For example, uh, Mm. you just said about uh, muscle gain. Okay, let's consider a beginner who joins a gym and wants to gain muscle and consider uh, him to be a vegetarian. Okay, so actually uh, actually here the problem is, all the protein sources that are available do not have a complete amino acid profile. Animal protein sources and whey protein are two very reliable uh, sources that have a complete amino acid profile. Now, let's consider a person who joined a gym and wants to gain muscle mass. So, whenever you have a goal like that, the protein that you should consume falls between a range of 1.8 grams to 2.2 grams per kg of your body weight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an average, double the amount of your body weight. Okay. If you are sixty kg, you have to consume around one twenty kg, uh, one twenty grams of protein every day. Now, consuming that one twenty grams of protein through natural sources may be difficult. I don't say it's, uh it's not possible, but it is difficult, and uh, eating the fat sources will bring other macronutrients along with it. For example, if you're conso- consuming peanuts, peanuts is a very good source of protein. And if you're consuming peanuts in excess, you may check it contains a lot of fat along with that. If you're con- uh, eating paneer, again, a lot of fat. If you are eating soya, there is a lot a lot of carbohydrate. The sprouts, uh, black chanaan, that we eat or the green moon beans, they again contain a lot of carbohydrate there. So what source, what are the sources here that you know give us just the protein that we need and don't bring another macronutrient along with it. There, this protein powder can help us because mm. it's very easy. At the end of the day it's very easy you are getting easy 25 grams of protein through one school One scoop, that's it. So why not? And it's nothing wrong. It's made from milk. It's very natural. So that comes very easy and handy. So that can be a very good option. if, If you are able to incorporate the entire amount of protein requirement through natural sources, per se lean protein through animal sources and dairy, then there is no need for the supplement addition. But if you are not able to do it, you can add supplement to your diet. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, you have to be realistic about the kind of fitness goals that you're looking for. I mean, uh, if you want to have a certain physique, you have want to have a certain fitness goal, then for that, you'll have to work accordingly. So if you're not taking supplements, uh, rightly said by Bihu that, you know, if you are able to consume all these uh, macronutrients, micronutrients through your natural diet, then you don't need supplements. I mean, nobody in the world will tell you to take supplements. But if you have a certain goal in mind and you have a deadline and then you want to, uh, you know, achieve that in the most, uh, you know, uh, efficient manner, then sometimes these supplements, they help you. And of course, these natural supplements have nothing to do with steroids. So that's the biggest myth that, you know, uh, we need to burst right now through this episode. And also, uh, Bihu, I've heard a lot of people talking about cardio, right? When it comes to uh, losing weight, uh, people think that, you know, only cycling or only running, these kind of cardiovascular exercises will only help you in losing weight. What do you think about that?
1: what happens is the cardiovascular exercises they help you burn calories during the time they are being performed okay but when it comes to resistance training they are anaerobic anaerobic in nature and they cause calorie burning throughout the day i don't say that one is dominant over the other but when two of them are combined in a proper workout regime they can turn out to be very useful to you also ex- don't uh, don't fall into doing excessive cardio because running skipping cycling sounds very athletic don't fall into that because you may lose muscle mass also you might have seen people having you know apple shaped body or pear shaped body they are they are lean at some places and some places they have more amount of fat. For example, some have some have uh, you know uh, bloated belly or uh, the lower body is quite heavy. We may see such people. If you indulge into just cardio, excessive cardio, you may lose weight. You are definitely going to lose weight, but the problem areas would still be uh, uh, getting you know uh, will be losing at a very slow pace. So, in order to get yourself toned and to be proportionate in your body structure, you need to incorporate resistance training and cardio in your lifestyle together. Both are equally important and both have to be equally performed in order to have better results.
0: And along with these uh, exercise routines, how do you maintain a balanced diet in your daily schedule?
1: First of all, you have to be very specific about your goal. You need to have a firm determination about what you want to achieve, then decide what your goal is. Do you want to gain muscle? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to lose weight again includes fat and muscle. You need need to focus on losing fat, you don't have to lose your muscle mass. Because more muscle mass makes you more healthy, it helps you lose fat. has its own importance. Okay, so decide your goal first. Let's talk about losing weight first of all, losing fat. If you want to lose fat, you have to understand what your maintenance calorie is and you have to eat less than that. You eat less and you burn more, you lose weight. If you want to gain muscle, if you want to gain muscle, you then have to decide your calorie intake according to that, adjusting your macronutrients, adjusting your protein. As I said, 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kg of body weight has to be kept in consideration. If you want to gain again, then gaining, you have to keep in mind that while gaining, you don't have to gain fat, you have to gain muscle again. So the same formula applies here. Actually, there's an energy balance. Okay the ener- concept of energy balance works here.
0: So, what is that concept basically?
1: Okay, you must have heard about energy balance. Our body also works on the same principle. When we consume more energy and don't spend it according- accordingly, it is stored as fat and we will gain weight. If the same amount of energy is consumed and the same amount of energy is burned, it is on the maintenance side. And if we eat more and burn less, we gain weight. So, this is how it works. We have to decide our calories according to our goal, whatever we want to achieve.
0: So, uh, what sort of tips would you like to give to the youngsters out there when it comes to maintaining a good balanced diet in their daily schedule?
1: As far as youngsters are concerned, the basic things that can be done is we can replace processed food items with whole food items. For example, uh, people generally consider canned juices that come or the juices that come in tetra packs to be, you know, very healthy. But while buying such things, you should always check the, the nutrition uh, value content table that is given uh, in the behind of the box or the pack, whatever it is. Also, uh, include lean protein sources in your diet include dairy that contains you know unsaturated fat uh, these ch- things should be included also add at least 30 minutes of uh, physical activity session in your daily regime that will really help you
0: and we also see that uh, you know obesity in children has increased a lot uh, in the past especially in india uh, like we spoke about processed food And there are a lot of uh, junk food that uh, kids are consuming. You know, they go to McDonald's, KFC. Uh, So, I mean, what can parents do or, you know, children, how can they, uh, you know, do some things or maybe add a few things in their diet so that they can cut down on these junk and replace them with something which is, uh, you know, beneficial and uh, healthy for their body?
1: Actually, it is very important, you know, uh, these years being the foundation years. So nutrition plays a very important role in the lives of the kids. What is the reason for obesity in kids? Really, kids these days in general aren't that active. They are seen most of the time sitting at home in front of the mobile or TV screens. First of all, parents need to encourage their kids to indulge in any kind of physical activity, be it sports or even an hour in the evening like we used to play and all. This is actually missing and should be incorporated in the kids lifestyle. It's very important. It is important in a lot of ways, you know. Then secondly, as far as diet is concerned, right nutrition is very important in these foundation years. Children should consume all the macronutrients as well as micronutrients in adequate amount. Parents should switch to whole food items rather than processed ones. They should include lean protein sources, include dairy. Fresh fruits and vegetables are really important. And avoid junk because children love junk a lot. So parents need to keep in mind that they develop a habit that the children should themselves understand that these things are not good for themselves. So that way, it should be done. That's it. These are the basic things that can be helpful.
0: And when it comes to uh, working men and women, especially people who are working from home these days, and you have a lot of corporates uh, where uh, everyone is just sitting on their laptops, on their systems, and they're working the whole day without moving. So... What sort of tips would you like to give to all the working men and women out there when it comes to a balanced diet in their daily schedule?
1: Such people lead a very hectic lifestyle. Uh, Working in a 9-to-5 job is quite, uh, you know, hectic and they are unable to incorporate proper nutrition in their life. Uh, For that, I would say they should have a very healthy breakfast that include includes all the whole meals uh, like uh, you, know, you say poha is a very good option as far as our Indian diets are concerned or proper uh, quinoa or anything like that that is completely whole. They should have a very healthy breakfast that includes all the ma- macronutrients, eggs, fruits, milk, all these things should be included in a very healthy and heavy breakfast. Uh, and the ones working in the office can carry their lunch. And if at all they go to any work party or something like that, there are certain apps available which can help you You know, track how much calories you had. You can uh, do the portion control thing, you can track those calories. And later on when you come back home, you can you know adjust your calories as you are home and you can cook something for yourself. If you are going to the office, carry your food, carry the nutritional food. For the snacks, you can have caffeine, you can have coffee with nuts. Nuts are a very good source that can be taken. And that's it. Have a good lifestyle. The, your sleeping cycle should be proper. People generally don't sleep properly. That is very important. So... These, three, these are the few things that can be done.
0: Yeah, I believe with a good balanced diet, your uh, rest should also be there. Like a lot of people, when I was working uh, you know, as a strategy consultant, even there were times when we used to be so deep in work that we used to forget eating our lunch on time. So sometimes, you know, I'm having my lunch at 4pm in the evening. Sometimes I don't get time to eat my lunch. Sometimes I have to go to a meeting at 2 o'clock so... Like along the way, I'll just stop at a McDonald's or a KFC, just take a burger and eat along the way. So I guess these kind of, uh, you know, hectic lifestyles, sometimes we forget about the importance of having the right kind of nutrition and having a balanced diet. So I believe people who are listening to us, uh, uh, you know, people who are going through this kind of a lifestyle, uh, please make sure that you're, uh, you know, making an effort to change your eating habits. At least start with your eating habits first, because, because that is something that you can do right Uh, you can do that preparation before uh, leaving for work Uh, but uh, start with your uh, food diet uh, you know start with incorporating healthy diet in your food and then you know move on to adding some sort of a fitness regime also in your diet have good rest at night try to sleep on time so all these things will actually improve your overall lifestyle improve your health because at the end of the day uh, if you don't have a healthy life uh, then uh, you know what are you going to do with the money so that's the one uh, big thing that we need to understand. And also, uh, you know, we have spoken about children. We have spoken about uh, working men and women. What about the elderlies? Uh, any tips for older people and how, how they should balance their diet uh, in their s- daily schedule?
1: The elderly... Uh with the advancing age, there is a lot of change in a person's metabolism and physiological condition. The body compos- uh, the composition of the body changes with age. Uh, it is a common observation that uh, elderly start to lose muscle with their age and tend to put on more body fat. <clears throat> Thus with the low lean muscle comes low muscle strength, low aerobic capacity and low bone density. Uh, such a there is a word for this phenomena it's called uh, sarcopenia actually okay so as far as uh, the diet is concerned every individual is different okay even in the elderly population some could be you know highly motivated towards the diet whereas some could be quite adamant in accepting the changes so we need to you know, understand like what is actually the requirement. The basic things that can be incorporated is that we can add some good amount of protein in order to avoid loss of muscle. Uh, in addition to high protein, uh, the addition of high protein will also help in proper bone health, cardiovascular function, and you know uh, neurological functions as well. We can target about 1.5 grams of uh, protein per kg body weight for elders. And uh, carbs and fats can be adjusted according to the, to their lifestyles and calorie requirement. What happens is uh, they start losing muscle mass uh, from uh, up to 12 to 15% per decade after 50 years of their age. So we need to consider all these things. We can also add some uh, simple workout routine in their diets. Uh, Sorry, in their uh, lifestyle. As the elderly start losing around 12 to 15% of uh, their muscle mass after 50 years of their age per decade, so we can also add uh, a strength training regime, not increasing the intensity. We can, you know, increase the reputations at uh, low weight range and help them with mobility exercises so that, you know, they stay healthy and. They don't face those uh, elderly problems that are generally there, you know, like uh, mm, pain. Mm, they suffer osteoporosis and everything that can be very helpful. They can include uh, we can uh, we can include yoga, brisk walking, swimming, something like that, easy activities, so that they don't lead an entirely sedentary lifestyle.
0: Yeah, because what happens is like if I have to take our generation, right? I mean, we currently are so sedentary. The whole day we are sitting at home, we are just working on our laptops. And imagine when we get older, you know, if if we don't take care of ourselves right now, then at that point in time, the things will get worse. I mean, our parents and their parents, they had a lifestyle where they were forced to move every day when they were young, right? So they had to go to offices, they had to go to different places, they had to walk a lot, Right. So uh, their lifestyle was still uh, better in their uh, youth, but our lifestyle has gone way down. So I believe that when we grow old, I mean, if we can uh, just do 50% of things that they're doing right now, I mean, that will be great for us. So uh, it's really important that uh, people who are of older age right now, they should take care of themselves. And I see a lot of like in my society also, there are a lot of uh, elderlies who uh, uh, do brisk walking in the evening. Which is like really good to see. Even my parents, they go for walking in the evening. They do yoga in the morning. So uh, it's really good to see that a lot of elderlies are taking care of themselves during this pandemic. And we would also urge everyone listening to us, if you have elderlies at home, uh, you know, definitely make sure that uh, you uh, go out with them, uh, have some exercise, do do, do a complete walk together. I mean, it will also uh, build a bond between Uh, you and the family members and also, you know, they'll also feel good going out of the house for some time and just doing uh, some sort of an exercise to keep themselves healthy.
1: If we accompany them, it might be very helpful for them, you know, they'll get encouraged to do those physical exercises. So yes, we can definitely accompany them.
0: Of course, I mean, at the end of the day, the whole monotony of staying indoors, it's like really difficult to break this monotony so try do something which can actually break this monotony and get you out of that um, mentality of you know staying at home staying in your room all the time exactly coming back to so coming back to uh, the point on uh, uh, having a balanced diet and a good routine we did a, we did a blog with you uh, back in may where you gave us a very uh, nice and healthy recipe of the soya mushroom pulao, I still remember. And, uh, you know, a lot of people who read our blog, they actually, uh, you know, told us that they liked the recipe. They tried it out and they really loved it. So, uh, you know, I would like to ask you on this podcast, how do you prepare healthy dishes at home, you know, which does not break the bank?
1: There are certain food items that are available at everyone's place. For example, we all of us consume lentils, pulses, we do. Uh, we have rajma at our places. Rajma is one of the things which is liked by most of the people. We can have rajma chawal for our meals. That is very nutritious. Rajma has good amount of proteins and carbs and can be used as a good meal. Then uh, we have besan at our places. We can have besan ka chila. That is again very helpful, good in protein and carbohydrates. We can also have uh, uh, the yellow moong. We can have that yellow moong ka chila also. That is also very good for us. Uh, Again, proteins and carbs. We can have poha with peanuts. Again, carbs, proteins and fats, good fats again. And the ones who eat uh, non veg also, they can have chicken. They can have, you know, they can prepare different dishes with chicken. I recently uh, prepared a multi-grain wrap with chicken. That is a very good option. We can make a multi-grain roti kind of and without oil, of course. And then you can marinate the chicken with all the uh, tandoori masala and everything and then you can put it inside the wrap with green chutney and you can have it it's very it's very nice and healthy so there are these options that can be used these are very easy easily available at home and can be made anytime
0: yeah i mean definitely uh, also you know on your instagram handle you keep sharing these kind of uh, Uh, dishes uh, with the audience so guys if you haven't yet checked out definitely go to Bihu's Instagram profile Uh, it's named your Nutri Advisor so you can uh, definitely check that out we will also be putting her Instagram handles on the show notes below and also on our website at sociallydesi.com so definitely have a look at it Uh, she shares a lot of dishes of these kinds uh, which she prepares herself herself And she would also be uh, sharing a lot of uh, different recipes in the future as well. So you might want to follow her on Instagram and keep having a look on the new dishes that she uh, keeps sharing. Apart from that, one major problem that uh, even I have faced uh, in my life right now is that uh, sometimes, you know, we start binge eating a lot because uh, you know we are at home and sometimes when we get free time we start watching netflix or we you know start watching some sort of a tv series or movies and then we start binge eat- eating right there was a time when i started eating namkeen a lot while i am watching movies and there was a time when i used to finish almost like half packet of the namkeen uh, while watching a movie of 2 hours so uh, what are the ways in which uh, people can stop binge eating and especially when i talk about binge eating they are mostly eating junk
1: if you even consider this lockdown period i have seen people getting indulged into binge eating uh, restrictions that we have as a mindful eater are all gone we move past of relying on our internal hunger and satiety signals we often end up overeating but you know, we can always switch to a healthy diet uh, you know too much dietary restrictions lead to lesser weight loss more food focus and more symptoms of eating eating disorders um, protein has been you know found to have the most positive effect on significant hunger hormone it's called ghrelin having sufficient amount of protein in each meal reduces the chance of overeating significantly actually protein has a higher satiety rate satiety means the amount of time you are you know full you don't feel hunger so protein keeps keeps you satiated you can add complex carbohydrates in your diet uh, by replacing the simpler ones like uh, instead of white rice have brown rice instead of normal rotis have multigrain rotis have oats in your diet these are a few options that can be taken have uh, the sprouts those are again you know rich in fiber complex carbohydrates means rich in fiber the ones that are not rich in fiber are simple carbohydrates so add uh, more fibrous food in your diet that will keep you satiated for a very longer period of time also have an adequate amount of sleep a study found that uh, partial sleep deprivation is linked to taking in considerably more calories the next day people who are sleep de- deprived make different food choices that are you know not good food choices than they are you know well rested stay hydrated the brain doesn't differentiate between hunger and thirst if you aren't aren't uh, if you aren't well hydrated the chances of overeating increases, you know, a lot. So these are a few things you need to keep in mind so that you stop binge eating.
0: And how is binge eating different from midnight craving? Because a lot of people, they have these hunger pangs at night. You know, after 12, they might feel like going to the fridge and taking out some sort of ice cream or cake or something sweet to eat at night. How do you stop midnight craving?
1: First of all, if you know that you are a prey of midnight eating and if you are eating extra, you have to keep in mind that you don't have to do it, first of all. But still, it is not easy to you know attain that kind of uh, restriction on yourself, so it will take time. What you can do is divide your last meal into two parts, uh, one that you can take early and the one that you can take later. Again, have good amount of protein and carbohydrates in both the meals so that you don't feel hungry hungry at all. So this can be done.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really important that people who have these kind of midnight cravings, I mean, even I sometimes have these midnight cravings, you know. Uh, I remember I bought a pack of uh, Melody and uh, there was a time when at night I used to feel like eating Melody. So I used to just go to the fridge, take out a couple of uh, chocolates and just have them. So it started off like, you know, a casual thing. But then I realized that uh, there were times when every night this uh, happened for me. So every night I used to have these uh, sudden cravings of having uh, chocolate and I'll just go to the fridge and take out a couple of chocolates and eat them. So I believe that people who uh, are facing these kind of midnight craving issues, they should stop it because at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's not healthy for you in the long run, right? So you need to make sure that you are uh, basically trying to break down your meals throughout the day so that these midnight cravings stop at some point.
1: Exactly. First of all, stop staying awake for so long. That is not healthy. Again, you should have a proper sleep, sleep cycle that is first step towards a healthy lifestyle so start incorporating that and as far as uh, this problem is concerned if you are having a lot of sugar craving i would suggest replace it with fruits or dates or raisins don't take it in a very high amount but a couple of dates a little bit of raisin if that helps also you can uh, you know have a 85 to 90% dark chocolate with you and eat little by little if at all you feel a lot of sugar craving. So that might help. Don't eat the entire bar but you can have a little of it.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day it's your body and it's your health. So you need to figure it out whether you want to stay healthy or you want to stay unfit. Because uh, that is one of the biggest problems that I have seen people who want to achieve a certain uh, physique. Right, I'll see people talking about I want to uh, look like Tiger Shroff I want to look like rithik Roshan but then what are you doing to look like that I mean are you actually putting in those hours are you even putting in that effort because Tiger Shroff rithik Roshan they did not achieve this body in a couple of years it took them years and years of uh, you know regular exercises proper diet and they have dedicated trainers who are working with them uh, who make sure that they are not skipping their meals they are eating the right thing right so it's really important uh, for every one of us who's listening to uh, the podcast, you should understand what are your goals. And if you have a certain goal in mind, it's not impossible to not look like uh, Hrithik Roshan. You can definitely look like Hrithik Roshan. You can look better, better than Hrithik Roshan. But at the end of the day, you have to put in those effort. You you need to put in those hours before you can actually, you know, become uh, something like, you know, people you admire. So at the end of the day, the importance of nutrition, the importance of fitness, uh, it's way beyond then, uh, just imagining things.
1: Exactly. Tiger Shroff and uh, rithik Roshan have come a long way. They have put in a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work to look like this. And it's not, not just about the looks. It's about your mindset. It's about adapting a healthy lifestyle for your entire life. So don't Go for short term goals, go for something that you will follow for your life. Because this is what important is. You can see the current condition, we are under a pandemic right now. Any such situation can fall. So what is going to help you during such times? Your body is the only thing that you can rely on. So this is the least that you can do for your body to have a right nutrition, right fitness regime. That is the least you can do. So. Never fail your body. That's all I can say.
0: So That's a really good thing, uh, Bihu, that you have spoken about. That at the end of the day, it's your body which is going to be with you for a long time. right? So you need to make sure that you are taking care of your body. You are making sure that you are providing it with the right food. You are providing it with the right kind of exercise, the right kind of lifestyle. So that it can support you in your older days. It can support you through difficult situations in life. So, with that, guys, I would again suggest go check out Bihu's Instagram profile at your nutri advisor. We would be putting the links on our website, sociallydesi.com as well. Uh, also, Bihu, thank you again for coming on to the show and sharing a lot of great information. And, uh, you know, this was one of the episodes where we are talking about nutrition. We would also love to do A lot about uh, fitness we would like to talk a lot about other myths and supplements that we spoke on the show today
1: thank you so much for having me here it was a pleasure talking to you
0: so that wraps it up for today folks if you like the episode give it a big thumbs up share it with your friends and let's go viral remember our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth mental health relationships business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness We would love to have Bihu on our show again in the future to discuss more about the world of fitness and nutrition. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.